This is Betsy Jensen, and you are listening to Unstoppable Body and Mind, episode 96, Becoming More Satisfied. In this podcast, we learn to upgrade our brain and understand the power of our thoughts to heal and to create the results we want in our life. Become the person in control of your healing and make peace with your life. Become unstoppable, body and mind. Hello, my loves. Today, we're going to talk all about how you can become more satisfied in your life. But first, we're going to talk about why you would want to become more satisfied. There's a general belief that sometimes we're explicitly taught, sometimes it's assumed that if we become satisfied, that we won't want to evolve and grow. So we tend to look for problems to try to fix rather than focus on what's already good and working. So it's this mentality of focusing on the negative, focusing on the problems that leads to less and less and less satisfaction. Why would we want to become more satisfied? The short answer is because it will feel better to you. It'll feel better to you. And as we know from the nervous system, when you get to the calm parasympathetic state where you are more satisfied, you feel aligned, you feel creative and relaxed, you feel connected to others. It's the place where you learn the best. So this parasympathetic calm state, this place of more and more satisfaction is actually where we know our body performs its best, it heals its best, and the prefrontal cortex works the best. So if you think of the survival states, fight or flight, freeze or fawn, versus the parasympathetic calm state, we are basically trained to be in survival states all of the time. In fact, it's very common for people to say that they're living in survival mode. I know I felt like that all of the time before I discovered this work. So survival states are effective. They are helpful for the short term. But what we're not really taught is how to identify these survival states and how to get out of them. And what's crazy is becoming more satisfied is one of the ways to get into this parasympathetic calm state, the window of tolerance. You might hear it called the ventral vagal. Um, Any of these names for the same state of alignment, another name for it, and um, noticing how that feels to you, how it feels to be more satisfied versus looking for problems to fix or things you don't like, things to blame things on, not feeling good about yourself, not feeling worthy about yourself, any of those kinds of things that are dissatisfaction feel worse to you. And I'm not talking about just emotionally, but physically in your body as well, because those survival states change the way you breathe, change the way your heart beats, change the way the blood flows, change the way you process food and digest and the way you regulate your sugar and your fatigue and your focus. So survival states really are a big deal. And we're trained, like I said, in society to be dissatisfied, that this is how we're going to improve, to be pushing ourselves all the time, to to never be satisfied, always uh, want more, push yourself harder. You know, it's like paddling upstream all the time versus what I'm teaching. Now that I understand so much more about the nervous system, how neuroscience works, how the brain works, and it works the same way as law of attraction. 
what you focus on, you create more of. So when you're focusing on problems to fix, your brain is actually getting some reward, some dopamine from fixing a problem. But then what it creates is your brain becoming very, very good at looking for seeing and creating more problems, even in your mind. So this may resonate if you're the type of person who worries a lot and tries to plan things in advance and you go through all kinds of scenarios in your head and just knowing that your brain is in this survival mode, trying to find problems to fix because society and you've learned and you've just thought, I, at least I've thought, and maybe you resonate with this, that the best way to evolve and move forward in life is to find the areas of of yourself that are the very worst and the weakest and really focus on those. But that puts us into survival states. So what we're doing here is working on being more satisfied. Again, if you think of the parasympathetic calm state, that calm state of the nervous system, that is where you're more relaxed and more able to impact the world in the way that you want to, influence others, and really feel better yourself. And sometimes when we're in a lot of despair and we're in a lot of hopelessness, it would be crazy to expect us to jump all the way to feeling happy, feeling love, feeling gratitude, right? Of course, when you're in a lot of pain and you've been in pain for years and you don't have answers and nothing's been working, it's very hard at first to find things to be satisfied about. I am not arguing that at all. And I've worked with so many people that, you know, when I tell them this, they try to tell me their situation that, you know, they can't possibly be satisfied. But everyone that I've worked with has started to find these little ways to shift the brain to finding satisfaction mode instead of fixing a problem mode. In fact, the only problem you need to fix is trying to figure out what might make you more satisfied in this moment? The reason I'm saying in this moment is because a lot of times what we also try to do is think of something that would make us satisfied in the future. Like if I bought a ukulele and started lessons and got really good at it, then I'd be satisfied. But what we want to look for are things right in the present moment that you could look at in the same room or house that you're in with the same job or around the same people. How can you personally increase your own sense of satisfaction? We know that satisfaction is an emotion. So that comes from our thoughts our thoughts about what we're seeing, what we're perceiving, what we're hearing, tasting, touching, or feeling, perceiving with sensation, any of those things are thoughts about what's going on around us that influence how we feel. Is that hard to do when most of the things you're looking at don't bring satisfaction to you? Yes, absolutely. But I do think of Viktor Frankl, the man who wrote Man's Search for Meaning, who was a survivor in the Holocaust. And he realized that although the circumstances could be totally out of his control, he has no choices and no influence on his future other than his only choice, his state of mind, his emotions, how he interprets things and how he chooses to feel and react 
in the circumstances that he is in. So this is not to minimize anyone's pain or to say that it's not valid, but it is just to say that neuroplasticity means that what we think about, we create more of. And we know this is true with pain too. Neurons wire and fire together. So the more you're thinking about avoiding pain, what you don't like about the pain, wanting to get out of pain, it actually amplifies and creates more pain production in the brain. So turning towards thoughts that are more neutral, more calm, more satisfied, will actually start gathering momentum in the other way. It'll build new neural pathways. It'll teach your brain, just like with a gratitude journal, to start looking for things around you that are more pleasing to you, that feel better to you. And this is important. This is the way to train your brain to get out of chronic pain. Ah, that rhymed really well. <laughs> so when you're looking at something in reality, you could massage your thoughts, change your thoughts, maybe reframe them to see it differently. Or you could start looking for other things that are also true that feel better. You could look somewhere else and feel more satisfied. Now, I'm not talking here about saying a bunch of mantras that you don't believe. I love my life. I feel happy. I enjoy pain. You know, like none of that resonates and will definitely not be changing your neural pathways at all because it's not the words you say, it's the emotion that you have behind them. So to become more satisfied, start noticing already things that are more pleasing to you, things that you enjoy maybe, or like, maybe it's just being present with the book that you're reading, the coffee you're drinking, the people that you're talking with, or enjoying being alone. Maybe when you're laying there and watching a show, you think, how could I be more satisfied? And you put a pillow under your head, or you get a blanket, or you get a glass of water. So just thinking of what could make you more satisfied starts to be this little game that you can play with yourself and then noticing times that you are satisfied. In fact, many, many times in my life lately, I've been saying to myself, I'm so satisfied. You know, sometimes I say I love my life when it feels genuinely true. And there are many times that I get excited and love my life. But I also like to really tune into that feeling of satisfaction and how good that feels. So I don't have to be ecstatic about something that just happened that was super eventful, I can just be satisfied with something very simple, like the smile from some person in the car next to me, or a song that I really enjoy, or looking at a dog with its head out the window. If you want, you could do it like a gratitude journal where you actually write down three times that you felt satisfied, what helped you feel satisfied, what thoughts or activities but you could also just start to notice more and more throughout the day from the body perspective. What does the body feel like? And this will help you tune into this parasympathetic calm state of the nervous system. So this is getting you back to the window of tolerance, being more satisfied. Maybe as I'm sitting here doing some work and sending an email, I could also be listening to music or I could 
take a little break and go pet my dog for 15 minutes before I come back and have a coaching call. So here you get to be creative. You start to get to know yourself. You start to tune into your body, how it's feeling, what feels better, how to foster and feel those things on purpose. Think those thoughts on purpose and just feel like you are treating yourself, maybe resting without guilting yourself, maybe watching one episode of a show that you really love in the middle of the day when you haven't done your work yet. You know, anything that is feeling more satisfying to you is going to calm your nervous system. It's going to get you to that place of body alignment, where just like when you have a cut, you don't have to think about what to do to heal it. Your body starts to work more naturally, the more you can be satisfied and calm with what you're seeing around you. So I hope this helps. It was an interesting concept for me, much more attainable than trying to go for being happy all the time or joyful or ecstatic or blissful all the time, but just finding some satisfaction, even if it's just 5% more satisfaction than what you're already dealing with. It shifts your brain out of that focus of the problems and fixing them and into the focus of compassion, calm for yourself, feeling that satisfaction, which is an emotion which will also start to gather momentum, getting neurons wiring and firing together to produce more and more and more of it. And just like you could train your brain to look for all the yellow cars around you, you could see many, many more yellow cars than you ever realized existed. The same concept applies as you start to look for and find things that feel more satisfying in your body. You could even milk out that feeling of satisfaction by really noticing how it feels in your body. It feels like expansion in my chest, or it feels like a warmth, or it feels like a hug, or it feels grounded and supported, or it feels light and airy. How does it feel for you? And start to try to feel that more and more and more on purpose. Now, if you want help applying this in your life, I would love to be your coach. I do one-on-one -on -one and I have a new monthly group membership, which is an amazing value for all of the coaching you get. Plus community support, it's just starting now, you guys. So getting in now is amazing. You'll be one of the pioneers in this group and it's gonna be amazing to see how we can evolve and keep applying these concepts together. So check out the show notes for more information about a gentler approach to healing by flow, not force. All right, my loves, have a great week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you learned a little bit about your brain today that helps you in your life like it helped me. Please be sure and subscribe and leave a review. And of course, be sure and share this podcast with someone you know that wants an unstoppable body and mind. 